0614-104-702. The Car Feature. The Car Feature time. And today we're with Nickel Lowe. And we're going to chat about tire technology for the future. But also we'll be taking all of your technical car questions. Get them in early. Put in as much information as possible. And give us a call. 011-8830702. And the WhatsApp line 072-702-1702. Nickel, how are you doing? Hi, Rebekhili. Very well. Just uh, wet, wet in Gauteng. I hope you're doing well as well. I am, and I'm enjoying the rain. My garden needs it. I grow my own veggies. So for me, I am welcoming the rain. But of course, as we're about to talk about tires, I do get worried about the safety for many people on the roads. Yes, if we start uh, the program today with tire technology... So for most people, tires are just uh, black hoops on their cars. There's so much more. I actually went with Continental to Germany uh, a year or two ago. We, uh, we went to a tech show where they showed us the whole process of tire development. And it's unbelievable to see that the compounds of rubber that exists, like more than 10,000 compounds per year that they test, it almost looks like a laboratory for tires. And then that's before they do even go to the prototype tires and so on. And just to give you an example of how the, the compounds can differ, even though the rubber looks the same, they gave us like two little balls that looked like squash balls. And they asked us to drop it. One was like a bouncy ball. The other one didn't even move off the floor when it mm. fell. And they feel the same. And it's basically compound differences. So when new tires are developed, the engineers need to think what do we want to achieve with these tires? So obviously you can go for maximum grip on the one side, but that will result in quite a soft uh, compound rubber. And then you get your clients that want to get the most miles of a tire, but that will result in quite a hard tire compound. So where do you pitch tires? So it's very difficult to, to sort of achieve a perfect balance between grip, uh, longevity, um, weight road performance, dry road performance. It's unbelievable the technology that goes into tires these days. And I, and I um, have to be honest, Nick, I mean, for those of us that are laymen, um, we may be sitting here thinking, well, the tire's been designed, it's done, we're moving on with our lives. But there are so many developments like what you're speaking yes. about. And if we, if we think about tires for the future, which is quite uh, incredible, is that they're trying for, especially electric vehicles that are now sort of on the brink of taking over, especially when it comes to Europe. Um, they want to I- improve the range of these electric vehicles, which means the rolling resistance of the tires need to be less because if you've got rolling resistance that eats energy and sort of uh, gives you less range from your battery, also your mileage from an internal combustion engine, but lower rolling resistance might mean um, h- harder rubber comp compounds which will mean less grip so do you give up a bit of grip to get uh, further with your batteries that kind of thing and then what was quite extraordinary is that they're currently working on technology where they can input sensors into the tires internally that can measure the grip of the blocks as they actually run on the road. So at the moment where your electronic stability control system in a car, it can detect when a tire starts to slip and then maybe break that specific wheel or cut the power, you will be in the future, uh, the tire will be able to sort of diagnose its own grip to say, well, grip level is now at 70% or 80% or 90%, and it depends on the, the, the surface it's running on, and it can actually feed back that information to the electronic stability control of the car. So actually prevents 
uh, like uh, 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 instability to occur before it incurs. For example, if the roads are wet, like it is today in, in Gauteng. So that will give you a next level of electronic stability control. So your safety net will just become much more in tune with what's actually happening. And then the other interesting thing was, as we're moving on to autonomous driving, so that's where the cars will start driving themselves. Now, machines make less mistakes than humans. So they were telling us that they're quite prepared when we go to autonomous driving to give up a lot of grip from the tires, but to give you a longevity in the tires because the machines make less mistakes. So there will be less chances of having to go to full ABS braking, for example, for accident avoidance because somebody was typing a WhatsApp on their phone. Um, machines won't do that. Yes. So they can, they can give up grip because the, the autonomous cars won't get into those kind of situations where you will need ultimate grip from the tires to avoid an accident. So they can actually give you tires that will last a lot longer if they can give up a bit of grip. So you know, there's definitely a lot going on with tire development. Also, sustainability is a big topic these days. We all know rubber uh, from trees uh, is not a good idea. So they're trying different means of getting the, the compounds from sustainable, even from, from uh, dandelion flowers, uh, to be able to create rubber that you can sort of replace or replenish. So it's a sustainable way of, of creating tires even. So yeah, there's a lot of interesting things going on in the tire world at the moment. Um, just on that, I'm wondering about um, the performance tires. Are there tires specifically for those that are trying to do some specific type of performance? And what would that look like? For it, yes, definitely. So the guys that are uh, into the track day driving and so on, they are like uh, tires which are barely street legal. Remember, you need to um, have a tire with grooves in it to displace water. Otherwise, it's not legal to have them on the road in case it rains. You're not allowed to drive a slick on the road. Which Obviously, the more rubber you can have in contact with the road, the better grip can be generated. And the softer the rubber as well, the more grip it will generate. But what they've been doing with performance tires now is to, to give you a bit of longevity as well. As they talk about a dual or even triple compound tire where the middle part of the tire will be harder rubber, if you think about that. Because um, when, when you go into corners, the tire, you will start to lean on the edges of the tire. So what they do is the softer compound rubber, they'll put on the edges of these performance tires. So when you start leaning into a corner onto the grip of the tire, you actually use the edge of the tire to generate that maximum grip. And the center part doesn't, doesn't involve the grip that much. So you can get away straight line driving with a, with a bit of a harder compound. And then if you go around corners, you need the ultimate grip. You lean the tire over on the edge. It gets to the softer rubber compound and you can generate more grip. So there's various ways and means of creating a performance tire that is sort of barely road legal but will give you the best uh, lap times on a track day. I love how you say barely road legal. <laughs> it means like you just might make it to being legal. So um, what kind of costing are we looking at? I mean, uh, we've spoken about the performance tires, but with your smart tires and, of course, you've got things like run flats. If a person's like, actually, I want to invest in my tires, what kind of numbers are we looking at? And let's talk a standard size vehicle. Yeah, so unfortunately, with many things in, in life, it's you get what you pay for. If you buy tires from the guy under the tree next to the road, uh, you don't know even where it comes from. You've never seen the name in your life. 
Um, you can pay for a standard sort of tire, maybe six to eight hundred rands per per tire, a thousand rand a tire. But if you talk about a decent uh, tire, if you're not talking about the high performance, but just something that is uh, it's developed, it's 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 done like a content continental tire, for example, as we've spoken to, uh, it's an engineering developed tire. You're looking probably around the three thousand, three and a half thousand rand per tire. Uh, and then if you look at performance tires, and now you talk about your, for example, your performance vehicles, your BMW M's, your Mercedes AMG, your Porsches, Lamborghini, Ferraris. I mean, there you can, you probably start at about five, six grand a tire and can go up from there, probably towards the eight grand per tire mark. So, yeah, you do, you do get what you, what you pay for. Okay. And then if, um, um, you know, you, you touched on longevity. So if a person is going to decide to put in a lot more money into these specific, um, tires where, you know, the technology is quite advanced, are we saying that they're going to be staying for a lot longer? So if you're buying a performance tire per se, so you want to maximize grip, you want to uh, improve your lap times on track days, those tires won't last. They're not designed for long distance to, to last. They're designed to, to uh, generate grip. So you need to know if, you, if your aim is longevity, you need to research the, the model and brand name and specs of the tire you're going to fit in your car. What I've seen also these days, a lot of these tire companies out there, they've got an eco range of tires. Eco in a sense that it's got lower rolling resistance, which means it's probably a harder compound tire. It will probably give you more mileage, but it won't give you the ultimate grip that some of these track day guys need. But, I mean, that that's unfortunately you would need to do some research because the the tires that your car came out with is probably not a, a bad idea if you replace your tires to, to stick to that brand and uh, the model of tire that was fitted to your car because during the development of that, that vehicle, um, a lot of tires were on that vehicle during the development phase and the tire engineers would then choose the optimum tire for that specific car to give you a balance between longevity and performance. So if it was a performance car that you bought, it would probably have performance-orientated tires by default on that vehicle. If it was a standard run-of-the-mill family car, you will probably have uh, have a tire on it by default that is a bit more longevity uh, built in as a requirement from, from the start. All right, and then before we take a break to take everyone's technical call questions on O double one double eight three oh seven oh two and the WhatsApp line O seven two seven oh two one seven oh two. I'm curious about what are the trends that people are doing in terms of customization and aesthetics. I mean I haven't really personally seen anything that looks interesting that people are doing with their tires, but maybe there are some trends that you've seen or heard about, Nickel. Well, what I can say is the off-road guys, they like the tire threat uh, to be very exposed and, and sort of uh, a very aggressive tire threat in a sense. It just looks mean on some of these buckies and, and SUVs and so on um, because you get your road biased off-road uh, t- uh, or like uh, uh, tires for your for your buckies, but then you get your off-road, so your, your mud, your mud uh, tires or your all-terrain tires. So a lot of people go for looks. 
the problem with that is that you will probably generate a lot of uh, tire noise on the road while you drive, and your grip on tar might not be great, especially in the wet, if you go for these uh, aggressive tread patterns on, on, on your tires. And a lot of guys, I know they like the white lettering, for example, on an off-road tire on the outside. They will buy a specific brand just to get the white lettering on the tire because it looks cool on a certain product. So, yeah, be careful what you buy sometimes because you might, if you're a guy that's not really going off-road, you're not doing mud, and or you don't even need the all-terrain tires, you're mostly on tar, maybe stick to a tar uh, bias tire because that will give you better fuel consumption, better uh, the lower road toys, those kind of things. But if you're into the off-road scene, then obviously go for your aggressive tread pattern and also your tires with the thicker sidewalls, which will obviously be more expensive and heavier than the more road bias tires. Um, there's a question coming through on the WhatsApp line 0727021702, and this is from Ashwin who asks, um, "What is the acceptable mileage for tires on a bucky if one rotates and aligns them regularly?" It's a very dangerous question to answer because, as I mentioned, there's a lot of different uh, models of uh, tires and specifications out there. But uh, as a general rule of thumb for a four-wheel vehicle for a bucky, maybe I would expect between, say, 40,000 and 60,000, 70,000 kilometers on a set of tires if everything is aligned and you look after them. Okay, thank you so much, Ashwin, for that question. Uh, Trisha from Lone Hill says, I just paid 1500 a continental tire at Tiger Wheels. Am I safe on the road? Yeah, so um, it probably doesn't say tire size and for which vehicle model it is. If it's for a run-of-the-mill hatchback, that should be perfectly fine. Okay, thank you so much, Trisha. If, if it's for your AMG Mercedes, maybe not. Okay, I understand. I understand because those you're looking at like five thousand rand a tire. Exactly, exactly. Yes. I, you know, I must say, I I had no idea until I had to replace one of my father's tires. Those very thin ones. That tires can be twelve thousand rand a tire. Yeah, yeah, no, it can be unbelievable. You can actually see it. Some of these uh, second-hand car prices. Uh, if the tires are run down or they're new, it actually influences the second-hand value of the car because, I mean, it can easily be 20 grand up or down in price depending on tire condition. Yeah, that is absolutely intense. Another question says, Hi, Lebrile and Nickel. I have a Porsche and need to replace tires, but I simply cruise with it and don't need ultra-high performance. What sort of tires can I buy? And T's not saying which Porsche because it could be a Cayenne, it could be a Carrera. Yeah, so I would stick to the, the tires that the vehicle came out, out when it was new. That's the safest bet. Um, so if you stick to that tires, if it was a Cayenne, uh, like the SUV Porsche, then probably there will be a balance between longevity and grip. If it's a 911, obviously the tires will be favoring grip. But I think for the type of vehicle, stick to the OEM uh, tire, that's the safest bet. Just in terms of if a person doesn't want to wait until, you know, they are in trouble, where is the best place a person can go and just check that their tires are actually fine? And maybe um, just in terms of the maintenance of things like rotating, how often should a person be doing that? There are many SUVs on the road and your standard hatchbacks. Yeah, so I would say tire rotation probably every uh, 10,000 kilometers, I would say. 
as a rule of thumb, remember, if a vehicle is, a, is two-wheel drive, um, it will eat the tires more on the axle that is driven. So it's a front-wheel drive car, then the front tires will wear faster than the rear tires, and other way around if it's a rear-wheel drive car, for example. So that's why rotation is quite important. Also, wheel alignment is important. You, you need to check your tires regularly for even wear as well, because the... Uh, if, it, if the wheel alignment is off, that will eat your tires and you will lose a lot of tire life. So, yeah, those, those are the sort of the rule of thumbs, I would say. Um, with what you're saying about, um, about the even wear, can you maybe help me understand that a bit better? Yeah, so what we talk about even wear, if you look at the tire inside, middle and outside of the tire, if you look at it straight on, there should be even wear. You shouldn't see that the, maybe, say, for example, the inner side of the tire is wearing a lot faster than the outer. So it can be wheel alignment. Uh, it can be camber angle, caster angle. Um, also, your tire pressures are very important when it comes to tire life. If you, if you drive your tires overinflated, if you look at the tire tread, the middle part of the tread will then wear faster than the outside because it's almost like a balloon that blows up. And you, so your contact patch will then actually be smaller, more towards the inside of the tire. If your tire is underinflated, the, the, the outside edges on both sides will wear faster than the inner. It's almost like the, the inner, the middle section of the tread almost pulled away a bit from the, from the surface when, when the tire is deflated. So your tire pressures are very important. And then obviously wheel alignment. But if your car goes for regular services, uh, then that is normally one of the things that needs to be checked during a service. Obviously, when it's outside your service plan, then the responsibility will move over to yourself. Okay, another one. Uh, hi, Lebkhila. I have a 2018 Ford Ranger currently running on rugged terrain tires 18 inches and want to change them. What is the best tire I can go for? Yeah, as I say, the question of best tire is very difficult because it, it, it depends on what your personal requirements for that vehicle is. If you are driving like 95% on tar roads, then you need to go for a tire that is more road buyer. So the trade won't be that aggressive. Um, it will be a lighter tire. It will save you on fuel consumption and so on. But if you're in a bucky, you like the off-road scene, uh, maybe you go to Namibia, Botswana, you like your tours, then you need a sturdy tire with a, a strengthened sidewall as well so it doesn't puncture that, that easily. And if you go off-road, you want the more aggressive tread that you get to your old terrains or your mud and snow sort of type tires, then that's what you have to, to look at. Uh, normally the dealership will, will, will also give you good advice because when you order that vehicle, um, it will come standard with a set of tires, but if you say that you need a more off-road, for example, bias tire, they should have on the catalog tires that were spec for that vehicle at launch that was developed for that vehicle that will cater for your needs. Nicolo, thank you so, so much for all the information you've been sharing with us about tires. Final thoughts before I let you go? Yeah, just be safe out there. Don't buy the cheapest tire uh, because the, or your budget is like that. Remember, that's the only four contact patches that's on the road. Each tire, the contact patch is the size of your palm of your hand. And uh, take care of that. Thank you so much, Nicolone. We'll be back with you next time.